The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to Bend the Knee, a Song of Ice and Fire podcast. I am Sir Matt, the Bud Knight. And I am Sir Ezra, the Watchful. Welcome to Follow Up Friday, probably turning into one of my favorite um, episodes that we do, getting all of your questions, all of your ravens sent in each week. It's a, We actually, um, Sir Matt and I noticed a huge increase in ravens and in comments on Facebook and stuff like that. I would like to go ahead and actually push for, if, if you are a listener and, and you, you, you like the podcast, uh, head over to Facebook and like the page. Uh, as soon as we get to 200 likes, we're going to start a Facebook group, um, and we thought that would be kind of cool. That way, basically, you don't have to wait on us to, to post stuff. You guys, if you see stuff from the show, you can post it. If you see stuff from you know just funny memes, if you have theories, I think a lot of you send us really good ravens, and so as we get more, you know... Um, you know, there, there might be some of you who want to send us a raven, but then maybe you've got like a snidbit, a side story or a tangent mm-hmm. that you want to post on Facebook. I'm telling you, go right ahead and do that. We would love to do that. So as soon as we're getting closer, but as soon as we get to those 200 likes or they're close, we'll start the group and you guys can kind of run it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we might need some, some, some moderators, some moderators some, yeah, you know, hand of the king or something. Yeah, so. it depends on what happens. Uh, yeah. And real quick, I was going to reference this later, but I think I'll go ahead and do it now. Um, one of our... Uh, New patrons here, uh, who is a bannerman, uh, has no name. Yeah, um, yeah. He's, he's, he sent us a raven, and we'll get to his actual question, kind of response to something we asked last week. But he asked uh, me a question today. He said, good sirs, which is your preference for sending ravens, answering trivia, and any other correspondence? Do you prefer this message uh, or the patron messenger or email? Cheers from a bannerman has no name. So I will say this, um, as I kind of told him, if you, uh, I would say Facebook, Instagram, a voicemail, Patreon, or Gmail. If you send an Instagram direct message, you know, slide into that DM, mm-hmm. uh, yep. <laughs> or uh, send a message on Facebook, I, Sir Matt, will answer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, both of those are acceptable things. And the phone conversation, uh, if you leave a voicemail mm-hmm. or a Gmail or hit us up on Patreon, Sir Ezra typically runs those. Mm-hmm. So if you specifically want to hit one of us up or whatever works easiest for you, we both see and we both read them. But it's just a, it's just a little bit easier for us to kind of have chosen things yeah. to manage yeah and um, actually something neat on that on that note because it was some i will say on patreon you know once you sign up and you're looking for your sigil i'll say hey please go to facebook uh and send a private message mm-hmm. to our facebook and sir matt will hook you up with a sigil and yeah. as if he, we get too many of those like you know i help him work on those and stuff now as far as the trivia goes and stuff like that when you want to send in like an answer for trivia um you can send those to anything we look at the end of each week or actually as they're coming in we just see the first thing that comes through because our phones are linked up to all those different mm-hmm. accounts. You know, although I reply to the Patreon and the Gmail, um, you know, we Sir Matt can see that as well. So we timestamp yeah. everything. Yep. So yeah, um, I will say uh, just one quick thing. I want to I want to mention about the Facebook. So Facebook is kind of weird in how it we get rated on our response time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, if you respond or not. So I've kind of just been, you know, diving into date, you know, data metrics and all this stuff. So I ha- I think actually I have to speak last or it, if it negatively affects our response time. So if I just kind of send a thumbs up at the end, uh, know that I'm not just brushing you off. It's just kind of a way for us to. Uh, yeah keep our score unfortunately that's kind of how facebook works i think yeah yeah that's, so, a, that's a good thing to say because we love having the back and forth that doesn't mean once you see a thumbs up you can't hit us up tomorrow or the next no day or, or, or even or keep going or whatever whatever's yeah. fine it's just i've definitely been in those situations where you're kind of like somebody's kind of like all right like thanks i'll hit you up later and you're like okay cool have a good day and they're like bye and then it's like 
Well, right, yeah. you know, it's awkward to say bye again. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. So yeah. when I'm kind of left with those, I'm like, oh, I think this is hurting our time. So yeah, it's good. We just it's unfortunate, get... but it's just kind of how it works. So yeah, that's one of the that's one of the high points for our podcast. Actually, is we have such a, a fast response rate on Facebook, and mm-hmm. so you know that's where we do a lot of our correspondence. And so e- even I will check it. And if we if I see something that you know Sir Matt didn't get to or whatever, you know, I'll hit him up in a text and say, Hey, man, I got that last message. Gotcha, or whatever. Yeah. Just type of yep. thing so yeah we try to we try to respond as quick as quickly as possible and so that's why we've both just kind of like let's i'm gonna manage this you manage this and it, it just it works so far it's working really well so. yeah yeah one more update for the show too um our patreon members uh our the shirts were mailed out earlier this week uh so those should be coming uh in maybe over the weekend maybe early next week so hopefully as yeah. you guys get those and, uh, um, i think there's a couple little extra goodies in there yeah there's a little something extra uh we got something extra planned too in the fall that we're gonna that we're gonna send out as well so we're excited about all that good stuff. Sir Ezra is working on something uh, extra special for our patrons. So, um, yeah, we, we definitely wanted to thank you guys for all of your support and everything. Uh, working on different tiers, working on different goals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. we're, so, we're, we're excited to do a little archery competition, a little trial by combat. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Sir Ezra, uh, real quick, I guess we both kind of say I've been on I was I was on vacation. Sir Ezra's going on vacation. Right, yeah. Yep. Uh, and actually just. To let you guys know we did actually just recorded the main show sunday <laughs> yes so we're kind of recording these in in weird orders here and so in that episode we talked we said hey we're going to talk about the news in follow-up friday and so now we're at follow-up friday the way know, we're recording it's so, so it's just weird for us but uh sir ezra again um any big news happen? Anything I miss while I was on vacation well, going on in the Game of Thrones world? Uh, I don't know, man. They was there wasn't much. There was this uh, like tiny little announcement. Yeah, tiny announcement. Something about like a prequel series being yeah, getting a pilot. I mean, yeah. Age of Heroes. Age of Heroes. I mean, something pretty cool. <laughs> no, uh, literally, I was on vacation, and uh, I believe you were at a you were at kind of like a comic convention. Yeah, Comic Con. Mm-hmm. Yeah, com- I was trying. I was trying to hit up uh, Kyle Drogo, but. Yeah. Uh, didn't get to him. So yeah, you, yeah, you know, you only you met with uh, the horde was there. The Dothraki horde was all around him. I yeah, you get to him. I mean, you did, you did get a sign. You did get a sign thing from uh, from Billy Boyd. From Billy Boyd, yeah, who plays yeah. uh, Pippin and uh, yeah, it was Rings. close. That's kind of cool. That's yeah, cool. you know, yeah. I mean. That was really cool. No, but it's super awesome. It, actually, it, it was a lot of fun. So I'm and hoping. Actually, uh, and oh, actually, we may be hitting up uh, uh, the guy that plays Jamie Lannister. Yeah, and so Sydney. actually, I think you want to talk about kind of what it's. Everyone knows we kind of have a couple other projects. We don't really ever talk about them much. Right, but we don't talk about I, thought, much. I thought what you're doing is actually a cool idea, and we might toss it out here. Um, yeah. Same thing. Uh, yeah, so we're actually looking um, to go to more Comic-Cons, and that's sort of where, where Patreon comes in and helps us you know, um, travel and, and get autographs and do different things. Um, is it, is it, is it oh, I can never say his name. Is it Nick? I don't know. Nicola, I can't even yeah. say his name. But the guy that plays Jamie Lannister, um, God bless him, awesome guy, yeah. super cool dude. He's going to be near our kingdom, mm-hmm. and so we thought we would go down and uh, you know have a little shake his hand. Yeah, hand if he has one. I don't. We'll shake. <laughs> uh, we'll shake his hand and hopefully uh, get an autograph from him. But if we do something that's kind of neat that we do in an, in another project is once we get something signed like that. People who are a part of our Patreon or just at, you know, at avid listeners, people who are, oh gosh, you know, sending us multiple Ravens. We have regular correspondence mm-hmm. with some people and it's, it's pretty awesome. So those people, we put out like a, a form and we say, would you like to participate in us? It's a big trust thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's sort of a, uh, it kind of, it also helps glue the book club together. You feel more connected. We take a signed photo and we start to pass it around the book club. Yeah. And when you get it, um, it's signed to our book club. Yeah. And then what you would do is basically you would take pictures, you would tag that actor uh, in it, you would do something funny with it, um, and it sort of helps promote the book club, promote us here, and uh, you know, it's just kind of a cool way to yeah. be connected. Um, you know, you, you kind of... You accept to sort of like if I if, if we send it to you, uh, then we tell you you get to spend like three to five days with it, do whatever you want, and then after that, yeah. if you keep it too long, Sir Matt will send you a gentle reminder, <laughs> <laughs> and then you send it to the next person and yeah. and, and things like that. And when it needs to go international, you send it back to us, and we will ship that bad boy to Regine. Um, yeah. In yeah. Where, where does she? Doesn't she I live in a place called? Not. She lives in a place called Assland. Uh, uh, I believe it is. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, just kidding, Regine. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. That's okay. Yeah, I believe it's Os- Oslo, uh, Norway. Oslo. Yeah. yeah. Her her name is As- 
Uh, her name is Austin. Her name is, I don't even know. We don't know. We, Regine, we love you. And yeah, uh, uh, thank you so much for your regular patience and correspondence. Yeah. So, so um, but yeah, it would be fun. It would be fun to do. Yeah. It'd, so. it'd be super fun. We're going to, we're going to see how it kind of goes with one of the other projects. I think, it, I think it's, I think it's super cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, the trivia last week. Um, oh, did we even talk about the show? We didn't even talk about like, the, the show. show okay. All right. We got to talk about the show first. Um, yeah. So uh, what do you think? Age of Heroes. Age of Heroes. Here's here's here here's kind of how I think it should go. This is kind of my okay. it's kind of my prediction here. So when you look at HBO and the things they've handled, they've they, I they handle a lot of different. They handle essentially the same show, right? Like go watch Deadwood and compare it to Game of Thrones, where it's like really intense, you know, like kind of backstabbing political drama. But that's a that's like a western. And then you've got like the wire, which is kind of like Baltimore. I think drugs kind of thing. Um, same kind of a thing. Um, yeah. Westworld. I think you're a little more familiar with Westworld than mm-hmm. than I am. Yeah. But you know, they, they they make it's essentially that really deep gritty kind of. You know, there's always like politics kind of going on and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting for this because I think this is going to be far more magic based. Yeah, that's interesting. It, it, I I see that because. Um, children of the forest, white walkers. I think that's kind of what they're we're going. Yeah, they're much more prevalent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're again. You're talking about even inside of that age of heroes. There's thousands of years. Oh, you absolutely. Know? And so, it's kind of tough to say like, when did the night? When did the long night come? When did the dawn age mm-hmm. end? And then the age of heroes begins. Yeah. You know, and all that good stuff. It I mean, how much be, time? It could even be the children of the forest could be the main characters. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I think it's gonna be Bran the Builder. If I had to take a guess, yeah, I, I think the, I think it would be perfect. Real quick, I think it, yeah. I I think the perfect ending is you end it with like White Walker being created. Then okay. it sets up Game of Thrones. Yeah, do you, but do you think this is this is you mean all that in one season or several oh, seasons no, 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 to no, no, set no. that? Up? I think I think it's like five seasons. Gotcha to set that up. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, what I think would be neat is right now this in that during that time period you've got. Um, Gosh, you do have the Andals there mm-hmm. um, who, who have coming over. You've got the mixing of first men. So you've got marriages going on. You've got multiple kingdoms, multiple kings mm-hmm. in those kingdoms, right? So it's not we're not uni- united under one king. So there's a lot of vying for power mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And so well, House, uh, House Garth Gard- Greenhand. Yeah, House Gardner right. would, would be a player. And you would see um, <clears throat> the Tyrells in like a, mm-hmm. in like a lower, yeah. you know, position which would even be the lannisters if the casterlies would be run on the right yeah. exactly that kind of stuff which would be really neat to, to, to the, see the targaryens aren't even over there yeah yeah it's, who kind of rules the storms oh i guess uh house durad uh durandon D- uh durandon durandon yeah durandon yeah i forgot about that storms and was it argalac the arrogant right yeah well actually that's more during the conquest but um but yeah it's still yeah the stormlands that'd be you're right that's yeah to do some looking on uh, into that uh, house, Aaron. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, yeah. So there, there's a lot of different d- different players. Things that could happen. Um, it would be neat to sort of see people defending their. I don't know how much those kingdoms interacted and things like that. Oh, no. It married and stuff like yep. that. That's the thing. It's kind of vague, so we could see a lot of that going on. Yeah. So, so super cool, super interesting. Um, I actually just had a really good thought, and I kind of lost it. Well, the, so you mentioned what you think that you know it, it might be, and that there might be more magic. Oh yeah, I know involved. What about, yeah. Um, I was thinking that these things come and go, and it wouldn't surprise me if if they referred to the Dawn Age as this time when magical things happened and that during the Age of Heroes, it's not as magical as we think. Mm-hmm. You know, and there could be um, thousands of years. Sometimes it's it's presented to us that, like, um, oh, gosh, that that, uh, that some of these people lived, that, that kings were ruling for hundreds and hundreds right. of years, and they weren't, you right. know, and it was just kings with the same name. Right. Uh, and we don't really exactly, you know, know. It's about Azora so, High. Is it about Azor High? That's good. That's a good yeah. point. Is that what you were going to say? Is that what? Is well, that what no, I was thinking of something else, but that came to me. Too. What yeah. I, I was going to talk about, kind of the show and its success and what the, what they're expecting and stuff like that. So, yeah, go yeah. for it. Yeah, what do you got? Well, I mean, so think. So I, th- you know, another thing about it is, so you know, Game of Thrones. I mean, no joke, is quite literally the most successful show ever. Um, I guess by some standards, I think it has won more Academy Awards than any other show. I think it beat up Frasier a couple of years ago. 
Um, now, Frasier, to be uh, to be fair, was a spinoff of Cheers, which, you know, Cheers was like 11 seasons, won a ton of Academy Awards. Frasier was a, like 11, 12 seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, normally, spinoffs kind of die. There are not that many spinoffs that actually become successful. Um, I guess you could maybe argue The Simpsons was kind of it started yeah. like somewhere else. Um, so I, I'm going to imagine HBO is going into this and their expectations is this is not going to be the next like as big as Game of Thrones. Sure. I yeah. would hope so. Because otherwise, otherwise they'll look at the ratings and I don't think the ratings are going to be as nearly as high as Game of Thrones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, well, also the, the title, too. Are they going to let people know that this is right. Game of Thrones? Right. Because there's, you know, there's the big th- thing. Isn't the follow up to uh, Breaking Bad Better Call Saul or oh, something really? like that? Okay. Yeah. And it's like, not that I've seen, I haven't seen Breaking Bad. I know it's amazing, but I just. It's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not my thing, I but mean, I I know there is a spinoff of it. I yeah. think it's called Better Call Saul because that's like one of the characters. Um, but you know, like that would never let me know. Oh, this is the sequel to Breaking Bad. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That, so that was my my hope is that they they brand this the right way, so that way we do we still get a lot of attention. You know, yeah. on the series because I yeah. think it's and then like and then you know it's I think got you a, will but it, yeah it's it will yeah it's got to yeah. stand on its own and stuff like that. So yeah. I don't know. Super cool. A lot of so many cool things coming. I'm. I just hope it's. I. I. It's gonna be great. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Okay. Um. Winner of the trivia. The question last week was who exposes Arya Stark's identity to the Brotherhood without banners? The answer is the Hound. And the winner once again. Yep. Robert of Newcastle. Sir Robert. Um. Really coming in there strong and uh, cleaning up. You know, mm-hmm. just really week after week. Yep. It's fantastic. So uh, now I am I am going on vacation, but we are going to work on that leaderboard. I said it last week, and Sir Matt was on vacation as well. So we have a list of things uh, building up, but we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna get that going because I think it'd be cool to kind of see. Is it four? Is he a four time winner he's now? A four time champion at this point. Four time. I think Adam champion. Lord Adam Parker is a three time champion. Robert yeah. is a four time champion. Yeah, mm-hmm. those might no. And Lady Lauren is one one time yeah. champion. Yeah, yeah, she snuck in there. Yeah, yeah. Yep, we've got other people who are coming in second and super close, and um, you know we have a lot of people. A lot of people respond. Yeah, to, Rachel to uh, the trivia. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, lady, lady Rachel. She stepped in once. Yeah, I think it was okay. It was like last week. Yeah, but so right. Yeah. So oh uh, no, and she was second. Yeah, she's been second twice. So oh really? So she's yeah, she's close. Yeah, she's close. Yeah. Well, goodness. Well, we have to you know, you know. We'll have to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'll have to see how it goes this week. So, so. Okay. All right. Uh, so, again, oh, we, we kind of mentioned her. Regine uh, sent us uh, – she had sent us a while back a kind of historical comparison. I think she was talking about the War of Roses, wasn't mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Yeah, and so she just sent us another one. Um, yeah. And, you know, like we always butcher your name, uh, we want to uh, – Thank you so much for sending it. We want uh, just with Sir Ezra and I on vacation and stuff like that. We want to like because it's really in depth and really good. Uh, we just kind of want to do some historical research. Yeah. And so we're going to push that one kind of back, but we will get to it. Um, thank you very much again for sending that. So and, and here's the thing. If we have to if I have to send an envoy or somebody out there to figure out how to pronounce how to name, pronounce I will. Yeah. Name, okay. Yeah. So I we, will call a bannerman yeah. over in that area. I know a few people. And yeah, we'll Sir Matt just got his passport, so I can so I can go wherever. I'm getting mine in like, yeah. like a month or so. So, so yeah. it's time to travel the the world. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Well, um, here we go, uh, Sir Ezra. I want to say, um, I think uh, you're being haunted. You're darn right, I am. <laughs> I, th- um, I think I think you're being haunted. We've we've had a uh, couple messages here from someone known simply known as the Ghost of Heron Hall. And he sends really in-depth questions, and they all seem he like he or she. We he do or not she, know. Yeah, just the seem ghost. like they are very targeted at Sir Ezra. You know, Sir Sir Ezra, the watchful reader between the lines. Yeah, uh, it's you know, champion of the truth. Uh, you <laughs> oh, know, man, it is. We're starting to add some titles here. We th- we think are pretty are pretty fun. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. If you uh, if you if you're a patron, you'll see on our uh, something special that was in the package. You'll see get some updates on that. But yes. Yeah, so I am. Uh, I'm starting. We have this regular correspondence, and I am really um, week after week challenged. And that is actually, I'll be honest with you, it, the, the ghost has forced me to start reading things from a certain point of view, right? So I've taken those point of view angles and just read. But unfortunately, I have one of my biggest flaws is I stop. Like I'll get going, I'm like what the heck? What what's going on here? And I'll chase. 
actually, I blame Sir Matt for this. I chase a, a rabbit down a hole and, mm-hmm. I, and I get lost. You chase ghosts. I chase ghosts. I'm chasing. Right. I'm chasing. And I'm just ghosts. gonna go ahead and say it. I ain't afraid of no ghost. What? <laughs> okay. Right. I'll say it. I mean, I I might be after these <laughs> the, these emails keep coming in. Um. So this is so much fun though. So let's have it and and there I'll see go. what we can do. I'll, I'll read. I'll read this one to okay. you. Who are the only people present for the Mad King's final descent into madness? Jamie Lannister and Ilan Payne. Ilan Payne has been in the background of every important event in King's Landing in the past three generations. Uh, he has served as the King's justice for two kings as well as the hand of the Mad King. Ilan's lack of tongue is a badge of his Lannister loyalty. Cersei, Jamie, and Marjorie have also... Um, uh, divulged vital information and exposed their deepest secrets to Illyn. When Jamie brings pain along to help mold him into the best left-handed fighter he can be, we leave uh, Illyn Payne challenging Jamie and uttering a few bu- beautiful words from a tongueless mouth. Does his potential word have any weight with the High Septon? Could he be the key to these two queens' release or destruction? Okay, and that's the first question. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Do you want to do this one first, and then we'll go to the second one. Uh, yeah, we should probably yeah. do them that way because I, I think they're they're pretty they're, they're pretty they're very different. Um, and, and so I hadn't thought a whole lot about Sir and Payne to be to be honest with you, and, and his his he's always role. just kind of there. Yeah, you know. And, and another thing, I I guess I did sort of understand that he was he was close to the Lannisters, Podrick Payne, right? Um, mm-hmm. His cousin is. What is he's a squire to to mm-hmm. several different people, and then you know ends up being there for for Tyrion, and then later Bri- you know Brienne. And Tarth. real quick, even in the show, yeah, still on Arya's list. Yes, and um, yeah, it, it is in in the books. I mean, doesn't Sir Ellen Payne take ice, and and isn't he doesn't he use ice to to behead Ned Stark? Yes, yeah. I thought so. Okay, um, and, and in the show, and in the show, it's ice too. Okay, yeah. cool. I, I couldn't remember in the in the show. Um, so, you know, he, he has ice there for a while. And, and really, the last thing I remember when I was reading the series the last time um, was that he was working with Jamie Lannister. And I think something. Uh, yeah. OK, so 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 the ghost does say this. Jamie and Marjorie divulge, right? A lot of vital information. They expose some of their deepest secrets to Ellen. Okay? They expose themselves to him. They do. You can say it. They, they expose, <laughs> they expose themselves. themselves to him. OK, Um and I, and I think what the ghost is getting to here is that, you know, that w- when the two queens are, are taken in, right, is there something that he can do? Is there a power play here coming? Mm-hmm. You know, where House Payne has always been close to the Lannisters and, and Illyn, you know, was actually uh, the reason his, his tongue was taken out is because he was, you know, he was getting on um, the the Mad King, Ares, right? Uh, it actually a little... A little, a little tangent there because I was just doing some digging on that the other day uh, before I had seen this email. And the Mad King and Tywin used to be good friends. Yeah. They used to be really good friends. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize how much, how close that they that they were in their youth. And then as Tywin is hand of king, hand of the king, um, he runs a solid kingdom, mm-hmm. a really solid kingdom. And basically that irritates um, Ares, you know, Targaryen. Yeah. And he starts kind of like contradicting the hand's orders. He starts to kind of like try to, you know, like at one point there's a, there's a town, I can't remember which one it is, and, and the tariff is is lowered by the hand, right? Well, Ares secretly raises it, and then when he comes to the town, they're complaining about it, and he looks like the good guy by lowering it, you know? And it's just sort of like he's undoing some of what Tywin is doing. And it's all because people like Sir Ilan Payne are saying, well, you know, really, Tywin runs the kingdom. Who really runs this kingdom? Tywin. Mm-hmm. Who's the money? Tywin. Right, the Lannisters, and that's 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 the other piece too. So, um, but anyways, so Cerulean is super close, and House Payne is close to the Lannisters. I think a power play is coming here where he may have information. He's heard all these things, and people say stuff to him because he can't talk or he can't right. write. Um, and so that's another thing you need to, you need to remember is that he is not um, able to, to to write. He's not very literate right i guess um well can i just say something yes at one point all we thought hodor could say was hodor uh-huh yep come on that is I'll so just, true that. right well and so uh, uh, something that the ghost mentions here right as they're you know sir jamie's trying to become uh he's trying to become the bet he's bettering his his sword play working on his left hand skill and he 
takes Sir Ilan Payne with him when he goes to the Riverlands. And they're kind of fighting one another. And I think we mentioned this a couple weeks ago where we were talking about what someone was asking us about what was going to happen with Jamie. And uh, we talked about him becoming possibly Azora High, different things mm-hmm. like that. And um, so he, he while, while he's training with him, he's saying these things. I can't remember exactly where he's talking to Ma- Marjorie Tyrell. I don't know. Maybe you can look that up. Or I don't remember where he said something to her or or what she divulged to him. I know that she did, uh, but I just can't remember really what it was, uh, what have you. So, but, but Jamie talks about, you know, having sex with his sister. I mean, he talks about the the different things that, I mean, just your typical everyday, typical stuff. stuff. Right. Um, and so, you know, uh, let's see. So let's see, let's read the question again. Does his potential word have any weight with the high septon? Uh, could he be the key to these two Queens release or their destruction? I think it's, it's to one of their destructions. I think it could be to one of their destructions, possibly Queen Marjorie. Do, I, do, do you agree with that? I mean, and, and he would stay loyal to House Lannister. This is Cersei Lannister uh, and Jamie Lannister, who are you know the 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 offspring of his good friend Tywin. And Tywin, by the way, does him a favor by by making him the executioner. Yeah, like that's uh that's kind of a role where you're kind of out. Yeah, it, it's it's a it's a it's a good paying probably it's a, a good paying yeah, role. It's, yeah, it's a good role, right? Um, and. I don't know, brings honor to him and his house, et cetera. You know, so I could see him sticking up for, for the Lannisters and, and taking Marjorie, you know, down in some way. If he does have some secrets that he's heard uh, from her and her family that could be used against them. Um, so there's that whole bit. Now, it is different in the show and yeah. in the books. Um, Loris Tyrell is not there. He is not in prison. He's actually dying after yeah. a siege. Um, I forget where the siege was at, if it was Dragonstone or somewhere else. But, you know, he's actually um, distraught after Renly, you know, uh, Baratheon is killed and things. And so his 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 life is very different after after Renly's loss. So um, does his potential word have any weight on the High Septon? I don't think that Sir Ilan Payne has a lot of sway there. And I'm not even really sure how he would articulate things to the High Septon. It would be difficult. He would have to you know, come up with some way to, 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 to communicate. Now, random thought here. Have you seen the theories? We did this years ago about Ned Stark warging into people. Mm-hmm. You, do you remember this? Mm-hmm. This was the, all the, a couple years ago. This was, was the one all, like the show. Yeah. Yeah. This was a huge thing. It's all show based. It's not really, I don't think there's any, there's not a whole lot of stuff in the, in the books unless if there is yeah. send it to in me. The, but, in the show, it's because they kind of zoom in on him and he's kind of mouthing something. Right, and there like there have been yeah, Ned has there have been interviews where he was like there was an interview actually earlier this year somebody kind of asked him a question about Game of Thrones and he said what what do you think what was Ned Stark saying and he was like well he'd probably just be praying yeah and and, you know and of course Sean Bean's kind of like oh yeah he'd probably be praying like you know whatever and people immediately took took that as oh he was praying to the gods and the gods right exactly exactly. Yep, who knows? I, I mean, th- but maybe people went nuts. <laughs> what well, was more of a show based theory, but right. one of the things in the show was Sir Ilan Payne staring at Sansa, mm-hmm. which from the book, he is very already before when Ned is alive, he's already staring at Sansa. So he's a weird dude, right? Yeah. But he's staring at Sansa when um, well, that Blackwater the- Bay is under attack and, and he has to, he was there to behead the, the queen mm-hmm. if King's Landing is taken. Well, and also um, in one of the chapters, I think it was uh, one of the chapters we read. Um, Last week, the Sansa chapter, yeah, where she's kind of walking with Joffrey, and um, she notices Barris and Selmy, and she sees Ilan Payne, and he's kind of like, "Oh, uh, at times he kind of frightens me too." Yeah, yeah, yes. you know, like yes. that. And then yeah. Ilan Payne again, he is. Um, I just have his wiki pulled up here. He's, he's I'll just, do you good. Okay, he's just present for a lot of important things. Exactly. Um, yeah, that that's during the Battle point. of the Blackwater. Uh, He's in the room. He's supposed to, I guess, kill Sansa yeah. than himself. Yeah. Um, and then during a storm of swords, Lord Tywin asked uh, Lannister asked takes ice from Illyn and presents him with a new sword. New sword. Yep. Uh, Illyn is present at King Joffrey Baratheon's wedding feast. So yeah, and uh, that Joffrey sword... asks him for to for a sword for his new wife. So that Re- read or, this. There's a description of the sword somewhere on there. I think uh, you'll come to it in just a moment. I this is just this is the wiki. It doesn't. It doesn't actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Illyn's now wields a great sword that is six feet long and and is silver bright with runes. It has Um, dragon glass on it, too, doesn't it? Yeah. Ruby eyes on its pommel and has a chunk of dragon glass carved in the shape of a grinning skull. Yeah. 
So, but uh, real quick, he uh, he's, he brings a sword so that Joffrey can cut or cut the wedding cake. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. It, and so, I I just see if this were to go any any, any which way, he's loyal to House Lannister mm-hmm. through and through. They've got the money. They've got the power. I don't see him, you know, making any huge changes. They've been rewarded. Um, I'm sure I mean, that Jamie and Cersei are going to follow their father's suit. You know, he's rewarding him with a sword, a new position. He yeah. was captain of the guard, and he and he's on Arya's you know? list. He's on Arya's list, so I'm like, at some point in the show, I'm really like, is it just going to be a kind of quick? Oh, here he mm-hmm. is. Let's kill him. Uh, yeah. And in yeah. the books, I think it'll be a little more drawn out. So I don't know. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, th- I think there will be an interesting way in which he does communicate something to us, and it'll be some be some mystery. So, um, let's see. What else does he say? We leave Ilan Payne challenging Jamie and uttering a few beautiful words from a tongueless mouth. Um, so, you know, is he at work? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't know. But it's a good question uh, by the ghost, and and I honestly. I uh, hadn't thought a whole lot about Ilan and his relationship with the Lannisters. I just kind of, because you kind of get the, when you first read this, you think, well, he's just a executioner. You know, he's just the executioner who's been there. No. House mm-hmm. Payne is, or House, yeah, House Payne is, is very much from the Westerlands and, and very, you know, um, close in proximity mm-hmm. to the Lannisters. So, okay, let's move on to the next question and see if we can. Here we go. Gerald Dane, or the infamous Dark Star, ran from the uh, Arrow. Hota, Arya Hota, yeah, Arya Hota. Uh, after an attempt on Marcella Lannister's life, he escapes into the sands of Dorne, potentially bound for his home, High uh, Hermitage. Mm-hmm. The Dornish don't trust him. Cersei Lannister believes he is behind most of the attacks on her family. Marcella asks if he is now the Sword of the Morning. He himself states he is of the Night. What does it mean to be of the Night? Why is the Night King so called? Who does Darkstar serve? Okay, so now I look. So okay. Sir Matt had mentioned earlier that I'm being haunted. Mm-hmm. Okay, this if if the, those of you who are who are patrons will know very shortly before I before I got this email, we sent out something very very secretive yeah. about future plans for green green dreams and things like that and, and stuff and literally almost verbatim, uh, these were some of the, my thoughts and questions and stuff. So I'm being haunted, Sir Matt. Um, but I, I'll say this: one of the things that I, I truly believe happened uh, at the end of the, you know, that whole encounter with Marcella is, you know, how in the show she's poisoned. Mm-hmm. I think um, a lot of people have speculated this, and I've been seeing this for years that uh, perhaps Darkstar actually had to, had a poison on his blade, and when he stabs Marcella and he and he cuts her, that she is slowly dying, and that he has actually killed. Um, a Lannister, you know, and, and he's killed Marcella. So yeah. because we in the show, she dies, right? She dies from that poisonous kiss by one of the sand snakes. Um, right. And so I, th- I think she is going to, 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 to die here. Now, the question is, why would Darkstar do something like this? Uh, and Darkstar is, is, is Gerald Dane, right? Uh, you've heard of Sir Arthur Dane. Big mm-hmm. deal, right? This is house. This is a house Dane that's sort of like a lesser house, like a sometimes they call uh, it like a cadet house mm-hmm. um, to house kind Dane of, of like Starfield. kind of like think like uh, Kevin Lannister and yeah. So it would be yeah. like yeah, exactly. It's just a different branch of Lannister. What's well, just a different branch of Danes, you know? And uh, the question again is, so so Marcella does ask about is he now the sword of the morning? And he <sighs> said he does state himself that he no. He is of the night. There are people. Let me let me tell you this. There are people I've seen go search. Uh, this is the sword dusk. A lot of people think that yeah. there is a opposite sword of dawn. Yeah, that yeah. is that is going to be called dusk. Yeah, and it'll be, yeah. be him, and it's there's going to be some battle there. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I I think the the other big thing here is that House Dane has been so. They've been close with the Targaryens. They've been um, they have an interesting homestead in, St- in, in Starfall, um, and and the sword of the morning is made from a fallen star, and it's very interesting. It's got that milky white glow uh, to it. But Darkstar distinguishes himself and says he is different. He is something different. So I think he's a climber. I think he's someone who is trying to climb mm-hmm. uh, the ladders here, uh, perhaps, and he may be. Um, 
A white walker. Just say it. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Duran Martell. Do you remember we've, we've mm-hmm. talked about the theories of how, how uh, Duran could be. Elia Martell is killed. Her children are killed, right? And, and, and all these different things. And, and House um, Martell has been, you know, uh, pissed on, essentially, yeah. right? And that's why, you know, the Viper is there, you know, fighting the mountain and all that good stuff is happening. Well, I'm starting to think that... This could be a directive from um, from 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 uh, Duran Martel, right? Or how do you say it? Um, Doran Martel, and and that he sent Darkstar to kill Marcella, even though he has her in his custody. Right, he's taking care of her. If it seems like it's someone else, you know, then he can he can pass the blame there to this Darkstar. Now there are other people who believe that. Uh, that Varys and um, Illyrio are paving the way for uh, Aegon, right, coming mm-hmm. across the Narrow Sea, and so you know one of the things is to is to kind of weaken that line, weaken those players, you know, um, whittle down either the whether you come Baratheons or Lannisters, whatever, um, do harm to the Lannisters, and that maybe Varys could be a part of that because again, Varys uh, going back to Sir Elin Payne is the opposite of Sir Ellen Payne. He was very yeah. much in favor of the Mad King and warned him not to open his gates, gates. you know, to Tywin, right? And so he, we, we were kind of surprised by that. We, we've talked right. about that before. Like, what's his deal? If he's serving the realm, why would Varys do something exactly. like that? So I think either he's keeping face there or what have you. But a lot of people think that um, Varys could be the one who is ordering Darkstar around. Now... A third option is that he serves the night. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, he serves the night, and what does that mean? Um, there, the, the the night is dark, and, and it is full of tears. Yeah. Okay. And Melisandre says something interesting about shadows being the servants of light, mm-hmm. actually, and that's how the shadow creature kills Renly Baratheon, right? Um, so it's it's all a little mucky sometimes when, mm-hmm. when you really start to think about it. But then uh, I think the I think the ghost is making a mention here. Why is the Night King so called King of you know the Night? Essentially, yeah. And then would Dark Star be a servant in some way of you know the others in the book? It's it would possible. be the others, right? Yeah. You know, or some other faction. Um, and I think you you could make that case. Let me. Uh, I did pull up something here. I did a, a little bit of. I mean, think about this. Research. Like the Targaryens controlled the dragons, right? What's to say, like you, there isn't a way for you to control the White Walkers. If you could theoretically control them, uh, that'd be a pretty freaking powerful, mm-hmm. you know, thing. I mean, there are people that theorize that Theon may end up riding a kraken at some point. So, right, right, yeah. Um, let's see. There's a couple of different things here. I was trying to find some quotes from Darkstar. Uh, it's a lot of digging here, but, uh, oh, he's, he mentions, oh, he's talking about his house. My house goes back 10,000 years unto the dawn of days. Okay. He, he, he complained. Uh, why is it that my cousin is the only Dane that anyone remembers? Sure. So he's upset about that. And we talk more about the, the sort of the morning being a position, uh, not just like we're going to pass it on to the next eligible Dane. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he is an eligible Dane, and maybe it's 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 less about the name. Maybe it just happens to be the Dane family. Yeah. Um, but you know, because we've talked about, it, could it be John? Could could Ashara Dane be his mother? And yeah. could he actually have Dane be blood? The sword of the morning. Yeah, exactly. So so there's that whole piece. So it's more of a position that uh, you have to be worthy of the Might sword, be, man. That because that's the thing is everyone's like, is Dawn Lightbringer right? It's a comet, you know. It's glowing, right? It's like yeah. you know, you think of a comet. It's like it lights up the night, the whole thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So Tyrion at one point is is he's beginning to suspect that a certain. Um, Oh, let's see. Washerwoman like knew more uh, of the common speech than she pretended to. Right. He says, "My niece Mar- Marcella is in Dorne, as it happens, and I will, and, and I have half a mind to make her a queen." Um, and this is this is more about the plot between Illyrio and Varys and how they're trying to either persuade Tyrion or help 
usher along this idea. Yeah, spread the Lannisters out a little bit, and then let's take them out, mm-hmm. you know, without Tyrion realizing it, and, and, and kill them, so that way they can bring on Aegon. So, there's three different people for you guys. You've got Illyrio and Varys, you've got the, the Night King uh, slash the others, uh, and you've got... Um, Doran Martell just seeking revenge on the Lannisters and just Darkstar being his his own um, master. Yeah. And wanting, you know, to possibly just bring more honor and recognition to his his house. Now, now another theme that Gurr does in the books and something I'll say uh, we're going to watch going forward is characters who are introduced sometimes like Darkstar was seem more sinister than they, they are. are. Right, and there's like Jamie actually, Lannister. Yes, there's more reason to the this hound. than you would realize. Yeah, so but it is sort of a crappy thing that he's trying to assassinate a young yeah. girl. You know, why would he do that, Sir Matt? What are your thoughts? What, what do you think? I don't know, man. You know, uh, to be honest, I'm not super. I'm not really super familiar with Darkstar. Um, but but uh, I mean, just like the idea. Like, yeah. Why would he? Why would he kill Marcella? Like, what's? Because I, I think he does. I think that he his, his blade piercing her is might be the result of. Her dying, or he's going to plan another attack or something. So clearly, well, I think he is probably working with Doran Martell. Then, I mean, I okay. think that's that's probably that's probably the easy go to there. And you know, Doran is always kind of doing something. That's the thing. Again, as we've said, this is that Doran will play a much much bigger role in the books than the show because the show freaked out because they started to get not bad ratings. I mean, it's still freaking Game of Thrones. But they the is that every time they did the Dorn episodes, they got worse ratings than some of the episodes around it. So the show freaked out, and they decided, well, let's just back out of yeah. the Dorn yeah. stuff. So I think it, Dorn could be like of all of the things that could be totally different. The Dorn angle is going to be totally different in the books, right? Totally, yeah. I mean, completely different because they're barely almost in the show, right? Yeah. Now I I think I was just thinking here, like another motivator for Darkstar here could be like the Danes love like great knights and serving in that position of like possibly a king's guard. So if he can't get in with uh jo- you know Joffrey or Tommen at the point at that time. Right. You know, um then perhaps Aegon is his next best. Yeah. Bet. I mean, look at Barris and Selmy. Yeah. Same kind of a thing. Th- those guys just I mean, they're commanders and generals, you know, they command the troops and stuff even though they're they're the king of the king's guard, like they do the king's bidding. I mean, that would be a huge powerful position for him. So, and he's up the, the fact that he says he's of the night, every, pay attention to every word Gur says because that could tell us a whole other thing here. Yeah. You know, something very, very different. So, all right. Thanks, all uh, right. Ghost. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sure we'll, we'll be uh, haunted by you again. Yeah, <laughs> challenges me every week. So, uh, all right. Real quickly here. Um, got a voicemail I kind of want to play. So, uh, let's yeah. just go ahead and take a listen here and uh, give you some thoughts. Hey, Sir Ezra, just calling, saying, love the show, man. Um, you guys are great. It's a solid mixture of books and uh, uh, actual show is, you know, it's just lovely. I had a had a suggestion on uh, your questions. When you put the questions out, why not consider um, randomly asking the question, you know, either the middle, beginning, and scatter the questions um, that you ask throughout the episode to make it fair on everyone um, so that people don't just jump to the last 45 seconds or two minutes of the show. Um, that'd be pretty cool, man. All right, guys. Uh, keep it cool. And, oh, tell us from I'm hailing from uh, good old uh, Disney World down here in Dorn. So uh, we'll see you guys later. Okay. Wow. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that – yeah, because that's a good, that's a good, that's a very, that's a good point. People are cheating, skipping to the end. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, uh, I don't think we got your name, but thank you very much for calling. Hope yeah, you're yeah, having yeah. fun down there in uh, Orlando and Dorn. Yeah, yeah. Um, but great point. So, which leads me to trivia. Trivia. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So some people are going to be like, was there trivia? I, if Dude, I at the end, if I, I'll, I'll say get some something. message. I'll yeah. get, I'll get a message. Where's the trivia question? Yeah. Maybe we should, we, maybe we should do a, a joke trivia. At the end? At the end. And people didn't listen to the whole uh, thing. <laughs> uh, no. They'll, be like, they'll answer something else. They'll be like, who plays Ned Stark? Oh, it's Sean Bean. So I'll start getting emails being like, it's Sean Bean. And be like, what? <laughs> trivia, man. The, oh. This is the official trivia question yeah. right here. 
Yeah. So. This will be fun. This is going to throw people off big time. Yeah. They're threw, like, you it, guys changed the format. Yeah. Hey, I don't know. Right. It was by popular demand. We might well, mix it up, though. I think yeah, we should go know. middle yeah. and end and mix yeah, it up. And sometimes we'll do it right at the beginning. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Here we go. Who leads the faith of the seven? Yeah. Throw that out there again. Who leads the faith of the seven? Who is it? Kind of tricky. Let us know. Trick, trick Serez are up. Yeah, it, it is you tricky. Were, were, I got it right, though. You did get it correct. I got it right. But you were initially, you were kind of like, wait. Yeah, but your face maybe you, you think like, yeah. oh, wait. There it goes. Is it? Is it? Yeah. So, okay. All right. Okay, cool. Um, all right. Okay. So back up here to some things. Okay. So uh, Bannerman, who has no name, uh, we already kind of talked about yeah, his yeah. thing again. So uh, he just kind of responded here last Friday. I think it was. You asked your thoughts on the point of view chapter for the Dragon Pit when we finally get there. Yeah. Um, I think it is. Uh, I think the ideal fit is Tyrion. So that's my vote. Um, though for entertainment value, I would love it to be Braun. Yeah, and I believe uh, Lord Adam Parker hit me up and said Cersei was his vote. Yeah, which I think I, I think I think Cersei kind of makes the most sense. I think it'd be really cool, really didn't, interesting. Didn't didn't uh, Lord Adam Parker say something about it being the person who speaks last? Speaks last, mm-hmm. maybe would be this. So if that, but were Tyrion, the case. yeah, but Tyrion again. Tyrion's another, another. I that's who that's my guess is that it's Tyrion. It's Tyrion, you know. Um, that would it, it, here's the thing if Daenerys, it goes the same way if, if Daenerys makes the same entrance that she does it and can't I think be, she will it can't be her right because no, she would get um, there too late right so it needs to be someone who's sort of organizing this so it would be Tyrion yeah I, I, I would think yeah now Bronn isn't with him and next yeah. to him so that would be funny it would be actually cool. and it would be something it, very different it would be would, to kind of get it from somebody's perspective who because Bronn is technically working for Cersei at the time yeah and so he, but he's friends with Tyrion and right. I don't think he really cares. And yeah, good point. You know, That's a good point. Yeah. So it's like, it's all about POV and all huge. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah. So yeah. So I just wanted to throw those out there, but Bronn is a, is a good one. Does Bronn have a POV chapter? I don't know. I don't think so. With you. I don't think don't, he does. I don't think so. So I'd like to see one. Maybe he does. All right. Well, anyway, uh, here we go. Um, Coach Hodge uh, hit us up once again. I just noticed that in the show, season one, episode four, the dagger is sitting on an open book on Ned Stark's desk with maybe five to five and a half minutes left in the episode. I didn't know the dagger was ever in his possession. In the sh- Wait, in whose possession? Ned Stark's. In Ned Stark's possession. Uh, huh. In the show, I think, I think when, when, um, what's, uh, when Catelyn comes, she gives it to him. Okay. And then don't they kind of go see Littlefinger and he kind of tells who it is? I think so. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I don't. I, I don't. I don't actually remember him having it either. I didn't see that. I don't. I don't yeah. ever see. It. Yeah, that would be cool. I, we should go take a look. Yeah. Well, we're going to when we do our. Yeah. Show to show to book comparison. So here's the thing. Um, hmm. Where does it go after that? See, we need to track the blade. We do because Littlefinger gets it at some point, and that's the we that's, tried that, to do that the, a couple episodes ago. And I think and that's and that's that's and he gets it and he has it under Ned Stark's throat. That's how what he does. But is he does he disarm Ned? Here's the thing. If I thought pe- that's what I read. Here's a challenge. I'm going to issue a little challenge to some of our listeners. If you could track it, track it, but also provide. If this is the hard part, is and we tried this, and I just I just haven't had the time because I'm working on the the Cersei project and a couple other different projects right now. Um, track the, where that blade is going and which book and who who has it. It might be easier than we think, but I like to go by the books. Right. Um, but yeah, we, but then compare to the show. I'm fine right. to compare to the show because well, either 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 is fine. I would prefer we'd prefer the books. But if you are somebody who just watches the show, yes, tell tell us that too. We we'll need that. Too. We need that both. Yeah. yeah. Because the, the, sometimes there's a reason why they do things in the show that we might not, you know, yeah, we not be might not be privy to in the books yet because the show is beyond. Yeah. The and just um, stuff that's different, like you know. Yeah, so that's that's kind of neat. Now, why would he have it? You know, like is it just he still had it uh, from when his wife brought it to him, right? Yeah, uh, and it was was inquiring about Maybe it. Maybe they just kind of he just held on to it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, all right, sorry, sir. I think that's actually it for this week. Okay. I think that's, um, I think that's the Ravens. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't have any more uh, listed down here. So, uh, let me check real quick. Do, do we get all the ones from our, our Gmail? Mm-hmm. Oh, we're saving a, a couple. We're saving a couple because yeah. because those They're are really big, and we want to. Those are uh, yeah. We need to spend some some honest time with that. And vacation has kind of gotten the way. Yeah, that's my fault. I I just now remember. Okay. So. It's the summer. We you know we had to, we had to get some had to get some vacays in. So yeah. But I after this it. after this, 
I, after know. that, we're steamrolling all the way to Fire and Blood. I mean, yeah, pretty right. Much. Yep. Yeah. There's no. Sorry, we don't have time for vacation. Yeah. We have well, I'll be taking one. I'll be taking one vacation. Oh, okay. Well, thanks. For At the, some point, you'll be taking a vacation too with me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I will when be I, when I make my trek, a across, road trip across the country. We'll, but we'll podcast on the road. Oh hell, because we're yeah, gonna we're have going nothing to, to do. Dude, we're gonna be driving. We're listening to the books. Yeah, we're driving across country. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh yeah. wow, that's gonna be epic. Oh, we'll be doing some live video. That's why you need to like the Facebook page because we'll be going live there on the road, uh, checking out a few, checking out this uh, kingdom of ours, mm-hmm. this great kingdom that we live in and the world um, of ice and fire. Of ice and fire. So yeah, uh, just a d- final thought on, on on all this today. I I love it because it takes us different places in, mm-hmm. in the book series and into and the it show. challenges us and it challenges us and it, and, and it, we're it's awesome. and we're in different places. Like right now, I'm really heavy because I'm plowing through the older books and I've gone back and listened to Duncan Egg like five times because I just love it more and I want to be like the Duncan Egg expert. And as yeah. as is a lot more verse in like in, cla- the, in, in like the, the later books yeah like because what's fresh like, in my like mind is dance dragon of, of crows, crows and, yeah. I, and that stuff i'm like uh i don't really because i don't I know s- it as well i think i spend a lot i spend a lot of time thinking about like where in the heck yeah. are these characters gonna go we used to talk yeah. about that with the show like yeah and i think i might threats. and i might be a little more show heavy um yeah so yeah. and some of our listeners we that's that's the thing is that we know we have a, a wide variety of people who listen uh y- you know to the podcast that, that either watch the show and that they're just show heavy and they want to learn more about the books. People who are, who are very, very, very book heavy and just love that nitty gritty. Let's get into the every line of, of Gers text. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. There, you never yeah. run out of stuff to talk about because there are so many loose ends to this. There's so yeah. much going on that uh, it's yeah. wild. Can you imagine too when it Fire would, and Blood comes? And like what, like what in, what in the world and, are we going to do? There's and so I, much. And I, and I will say real quick, we got an email from someone um, and they were just kind of like, hey, I'm currently in A Clash of Kings. Uh, where's like the best place to jump in your pocket? Maybe they just saw we were a reread podcast. Oh, sure. Yeah. They, did, they, didn't, they didn't see. Um, so if you, you just kind of pick this episode and it's your first time listening. Um, yeah. yeah. So we are currently, you know, obviously in a Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and we're doing a chapter a week. But we talk about, especially on Fridays, we talk about right. the whole series. It's just an open discussion. We couldn't do it. Uh, Otherwise, that was our big thing. We have to be able to talk about the whole series. Uh, that's why the ghost yeah. is so awesome. And, and all of you guys sending it, Lord Adam Parker, the discussions we have about the whole series. It's what it's all about. And, uh, you know, we'll get to all those series in, in time. And we're, we're doing the reread for a study. But what's unique about us is that we do the histories at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying we to provide kinda, a little history. We try to that. do the whole thing. Really. I will go ahead and apologize since we did this upcoming uh Monday episode. I will be on vacation, so don't send me a bunch of hate. But uh, but the Dance of Dragons is tough. It's really tough. It's it, there's a lot in because, that, and right. uh, so just be ready for uh, for that when you hear it. Um, we give a brief we, overview. Could not go into all those details. It was just too much. We have to save that for a Black Council because I could have even, spent two hours on right. that and not ever got to the reread. Never. And that and that would have been uh, that wouldn't have been good. Right. So. And we and we run, we run into that issue sometimes. And that's why we sometimes we'll put the reread first because yeah. just sometimes it's it's just we you know, we get what we get. Sometimes the reread is short or right. and then the World of Ice and Fire is like crazy long. Or sometimes the reread's a really long chapter and there's a lot, you know, cuz yeah. even if it's a long chapter it kind of depends what rabbit holes are there. Sometimes there's not a lot. Sometimes it's just describing what's well, going on. Here's something, uh, sir Matt, I uh, j- just I just thought of it. But like for example, um, and we are doing kind of unique in, in since we're, we're going on vacation. We we recorded um, the reread first. It is what it is. We don't just got a little preview. That. Yeah, got a little yeah. preview. So, a little preview for that episode: um, the High Towers. Mm-hmm. Something that I'm finding very interesting is that the, is the role that the High Towers play. And you've said this before, right? That that, that they play from um, Old Town, right, and near the Citadel, right, and just their maneuvering. Right. And also what's going on currently in the series with the High Towers. When you look back at what happened during the Dance of Dragons and Otto Hightower and all the stuff that he was working on, you know, it just really kind of uh, makes me look at the series a little different. I think the High Towers are plotting something and there, there's something up. There's something going on in Old Town. And it's a powerful, it is a, a large, if not this, one of the largest um, cities in all of Westeros. Mm-hmm. Very powerful place, you know, um, a port. Uh, you know, well defended, and lots lots of money there. Even, even you might not think that, but the, the, it is that is still a very powerful place. So the High Towers was one thing. Another two families that I've been thinking a lot about are the Brackens and the Blackwoods. When you get to the yeah. Blackfire Rebellion, I am now like 
starting to understand the hatred between those two and the competing around Cersei Lannister that happens. And the Blackwoods, man, so many people think they're yeah. like a huge, important... Yes. I mean, history of Westeros, that's his symbol. It's Blackwood, I believe, right? Uh, is it? Yeah, it might be. I don't know. Is it, isn't the Blackwood sigil the... It's like the weirwood tree in the middle, and it's got like the red thing around it. Is it? Let's see. Let's, let's see. That's the kind of stuff that Sir Matt that I'm talking about. We each pick up on I think, different stuff. I think you're right. I, I, uh, I think you're right. Blackwood... Sigil, right? Is that what we're looking for? Yeah. You are right, my friend. Yeah, that's like History of Westeros's uh thing. So what's up with that? You know? Yeah. You got, got <laughs> I see these... this is this is I mean, this is the and stuff I'm just gonna... se- this is stuff that sets me off, man. And I'm just what? gonna go and I'm just gonna go ahead and say it, Sir Ezra. Yeah. Is once you start talking about the Blackwoods and the Weirwoods and this ancient power, this ancient magic, yep. you're talking the Blackwoods. You know, I think they're a little bit kind of north of like King's Landing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yep. So anyway, yeah. back to Lady Stoneheart, right? Back okay? to Lady I Stoneheart. Mean, like it's 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 at the core of everything that's going on here, and I don't. I, we got to get to the bottom. Of it. You know, actually, in actually, uh, is it actually is it actually she has some connections stuff? to it? Yeah. Yeah, there are some connections to House Blackwood from from that angle. Yeah, you know, there's also I'll go ahead and throw this out here. Back to Blood Raven. Oh, absolutely. So I mean, because that's the whole thing here. You've got are they, are these ravens or crows on here? These are ravens. Yeah, yeah. This is this is Blackwood. That's House Blackwood there. Wow, that's a sigil and a half right there. That's uh, that's that's his that's his parentage, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't he half Targaryen, half Black, half Blackwood? Think so. Yeah. I think so. Because the Brackens. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. See, that's that was my connection. It's like 11, it's like 11 like, p.m. And Sir Ezra and I are like looking at each other. We're kind of tired. And then we start getting this. And, he, and both our eyes are just like, yeah, what's going on? Oh, man. Because, you know, as soon as we as soon as we, we shut this off, I'm going to go do a whole crap ton of research. Because I was thinking about it the other day. I, I remember I told you. Yeah. I was just like, hey, man, look at House Blackwood and House Bracken a little bit closer because of Bitter Steel and Blood Raven. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's something, you know, I'd. It just didn't. It had not hit me for some reason. And in all the rereads and stuff that I'd done, it had not actually hit me uh, as something super significant. And it is. Yeah. So, anyways, we'll get there. But um, oh gosh, all right, guys. So much. So much. So much goodness. Um, I think that is it for follow up Friday. Oh, uh, I'll just mention real quick. If you're, is this? We, we're, we're near the end of the episode, right? We're yeah, we're, we're good. Done. Okay, cool. So uh, if you're if you're fast forwarding to the end of the episode, and you're looking for that trivia. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what? It ain't there. It's not there. So you can't cheat. You better go back. You better rewind. And yeah, try you listen to the whole it. thing, man. <laughs> Somebody, you know someone someone is going to send me a message tomorrow morning, and they're going to be like, "Where's the trivia?" Yeah, yeah. You, we're also considering. Sorry, I just we're think also, it's awesome. I know, we're it's also awesome. considering if you send the incorrect trivia answer. Yeah, this one's tricky this week, and so. You know, if you've been listening the whole time, you'll get a little clue here. If you've heard the trivia earlier, this will help you out. Um, it is a little tricky. It is not a specific person. It is a position. Yeah. So that's all I'll say. Yeah. So that's a huge clue. Yeah. So have fun. But uh, the, the and, and I think it doesn't matter because it's like if you hit that earlier on, you've probably done the research and you know who it is. So yeah. I think actually we may say it at some point in this episode. Did we? Uh, yeah. Did we? Wow. Good for us. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, uh, thanks so much. Uh, please send those uh, those uh, yeah those ravens uh, to BTK Cast. Leave us a voicemail. Uh, review on iTunes. Really yeah, reviews on iTunes help us out. Huge. Thing. Reviews on Facebook. We've been getting reviews on Facebook. Those oh, are all huge. Did I mention? I can't even remember. It's been so long ago. We mentioned the Facebook at the beginning of the page. Do we not? Yeah. Okay, cool. Again, we're trying to hit that 200 likes there. Uh, and we'd like to make a group where you can post memes and all that goodness uh, on Facebook. So we are at facebook.com forward slash bend the knee. All right, Sir Matt, take us out. I don't have my notes in front of me, so I guess I kind of do it off memory. Well, uh, as always, guys, uh, how do we do this, sir? Right? Yeah, I, I, mean, it, I mean, in in the in the you have this. Oh, I know. I always do a house, a house, a house thing. Gosh, did, you, I, did you type this in this week? Yeah, I typed it in last week. Sorry, my computer is like dead. It's probably gonna die here. No. Hey, it's okay. It's all right. You know, uh, in in the words of of House Stark, winter is coming. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> ha!